What's up, everyone? Kevin Allen here, a.k.a. The Geek from DFS Army, and this is your DraftKings NFL Week 15 first look. Now, we have a big Week 15 ahead of us because there's a three-game on Saturday. There's a 10-game on Sunday. A lot of DraftKings action. I love the three-game. I love that. And we're going to be covering that separately. But today, we're going to take a look at the Sunday main slate. There's a lot of stuff going on this Sunday. This is the DraftKings Fantasy uh, DFS championships going on, I believe, in Arizona. Uh, I want to actually congratulate uh, our shark, DFS Army, winning his ticket this past weekend to get into the big contest. Great freaking score! I saw, um, I saw that uh, our shark used the domination station optimizer to attack this. I think it was a five dollar entry contest. So what a good feeling to take it down. We we really like this week's coverage was really really good. Um, some of our chalk running backs missed, missed with Moss and, and McCaffrey, but we made up for it with um, a lot of really uh, incredible plays at the wide receiver position. I was core on Drake London, uh, Garrett Wilson, all the all the mid-5K uh, guys. There was uh, uh, DJ Moore I had about 70%. So we went crazy on him and also um, yeah, Garrett Wilson and Rishi Rice. So that group of wide receivers really smashed this week. Um, I also had it all in on on Brown's defense. So for the most part, if you just got the QB part right, or really just the two two running backs right, you crushed it this week. And that's a little bit of what our users did. Here's uh, Kinu taking down the two-game slate on, on Monday. So prime time, doing its thing. Um, really, really good week overall for DFS Army subscribers and anybody who's been watching the content all week long. We talked about on Monday you know, having the balls to fade Tyreek Hill. And that really paid off as well. Um, just that, not that we knew something would happen or he'd disappoint, but more so just like whenever the field is 80% on a player, there is value in fading that player. And that did certainly uh, come true on Monday night. So let's take a look at the matchups for NFL week 15, the main slate. And you can see here, it is a week of haves and have nots. Right, you got a bunch of really low totals and then some decent ones. So let's talk about the low total ones first. You got Chicago at, at the Browns. Browns really good defense. Probably not the 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 time to load up once again on that Bears offense, who I've been enjoying loading up on, but probably not this week. Flip side, I don't mind the Browns pieces. David Njoku was somebody I had. Uh, Dom Station was forcing him into lineups last week, and he absolutely smashed. I, I think you can go back to Njoku. I think Amari Cooper's playable here. Um, I think the Browns pieces are playable, 20 and a half point total, especially if Joe Flacco, a.k.a. Joe Cool, is back at the helm for the Browns, which he should be. Uh, Falcons at the Panthers. Again, 35 point total. This is gross. Bryce Young could not be any worse at this point. He has not shown anything. He's shown nothing. Bust. It's happening. The bust is there. But on the Falcon side, the Falcons probably going to be leading in this game. The Falcons leaning heavy on Bijan all of a sudden. Bijan getting goal line touches, all what we dreamed about. The perfect playoff matchup for Bijan. I like him there. Um, Bucks at the Packers. You know, Packers kind of had a bad game on Monday. Uh, a little bit of a rough game. Actually, I'm not going to call it too bad, but, you know, a disappointing game for them. But um, they get the ultimate matchup for quarterbacks against the Bucks defense that does allow uh, a lot of fantasy points to opposing QBs. So I'm interested there. Um, you know, the flip side of that game, sure, whatever. Evans, Mayfield, Rashad White, certainly all very much in play. Um, Casey at the 
Patriots, 37 and a half pointer. KC has a decent 23 and a half point team total. I'm not sure I'm going to get to that game. Uh, KC needs to smash. Everybody's expensive. Uh, outside of Rice, Rice, I'm not sure that I like anybody there. Uh, we'll take, we'll keep an eye on those running backs as well, but it's mostly Rice, Rice. And maybe on the Patriots side, maybe, maybe Zeke Elliott. I don't know. Maybe. If Ramondre's still out, maybe. Houston loses CJ Stroud probably for this week. Um, otherwise, actually based on the 37 and a half point total, they did lose Stroud for the week, right? Like, so he'll be out with a concussion, get Davis Mills at the helm. Nothing good comes from that. I think Derrick Henry on the Titan side would be uh, an interesting one to keep an eye on and nothing to do with the Texans there. Uh, Tommy D and the, uh, and the Giants on the road, taking on the Saints. Tommy D, good game uh, this past week, but you know what? That kid needs to be near Mama's Cutlets in New Jersey if he's going to be doing his thing. I don't know that he's going to pull that off. He's going to go down to New Orleans. It's going to be like eating po'boys and and Cajun Creole cooking. That's not going to sit right with a kid who's used to Italian and Mama homemade cooking from your grandma that has grandma down in the in the uh, in the house in the in the mother daughter house. The grandma she got a little apartment on the side of the house. She's she's making the sauce all day. Just making sauce. This kid's never eaten from a jar. No jarred sauce for Tommy D. Absolutely not. Um, Jets at the Dolphins. Not a good matchup for the Dolphins. We've learned with Tua that, you know, Tyreek Hill really is a lot of the reason why Tua is very good. And, you know, Tyreek Hill kind of banged up his knee a little bit on Monday. Not sure how he'll be, how he will. My guess is he'll probably be fine, but, you know, Maybe that knee is still a little gimpy going into this game. Does it really matter? I don't think so. Um, Jets game against the Dolphins, probably not going to lead to fireworks. So that's probably not a game I'm going to be getting crazy on. The sub 40-point total doesn't help. All right, now we get to the good ones here. And we've got three games that have at least decent totals. And I think we need to pull our players as much as possible from these next three games. San Francisco at the Cardinals. San Francisco got a 30 and a half point team total there on the road. San Francisco did score a lot of points every week. That's a good offense. Is it Christian McCaffrey week this week? Probably. Like last week, he didn't get the touchdown. Fine. Had a chance. Blew it. Okay. Is it going to be this week? Probably. We'll probably smash, but if it's not him, it's it's going to be one of the other guys, right? Debo or one of the other guys, and maybe two of them. So, got to like that San Francisco offense. Brock Purdy's been getting it done. All good. Nothing on the Cardinals is of interest. Um, commanders at the Rams. The Rams get the 27 and three-quarter point total. I'm here for it. I like it. Big total for the Rams. Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup doing his thing last week. Seems healthier. Finally got through a game without coming out. Cooper Cup's the man, and people forget. With Stafford and Cup together, that is a glorious uh, partnership when it's working. So I'm interested there. Commander side of my a little howl, maybe, maybe a little bit. You know, the running back in, in Washington's a little dinged up. So, okay, maybe Howell has to throw for a little bit more, but I think I'll be more interested in the Ram side of that one. And then finally, we get the big one. The game of the week. Cowboys at the Bills. Um you know, the Cowboys have a good defense. I get it. But this one has a 20, 15 and a half point total. The game is super close. There's not much of a spread. And you know what? Let's see what Rihanna thinks of this game. Uh-oh. Bonner.
We know what Rihanna thinks. She likes it. And I do too. You know, again, maybe it's, it's CD Lamb. Is he the top play on the slate at wide receiver? Probably. Amongst other things. So I think we'll get a lot of goodness from that game. Let's jump over to DraftKings. Take a look at the salaries across each position group and figure out what we're going to do. We'll get a feel for the week. We're going to, uh, you know, think about uh, our, our our guy, our shark going to the, um, the, the DraftKings fantasy football championships and what kind of lineups uh, people are going to be putting in over there. We need to get a little later in the week, see where the chalk settles as well. So let's get right into it. And we'll start at the top here. Of course, Josh Allen is the man. Um, even at 8,200, 15 and a half point total, even against the Dallas defense, that's quote unquote, very good. Doesn't matter. Josh Allen, very much in play for me this week. Same thing for Dak. I'm not sure which one I like better. It's a little too early in the week. I, I can't, I need, I need more time. I need more time. I don't know which one. I'm not making a decision there. But I know that Allen and Dak both going to be super popular this week. I wouldn't mind starting this lineup with either one of these guys, but I think it's almost too obvious. So I'm I'm going to just set aside the fact that love Allen, love Dak, but it's also going to be really expensive to stack them. Like if I start with Dak and CD Lamb, which I love, um, you know, it's a little too soon in the week to try to figure out which of the three K. Um, punts, super punts is going to be the best. So we'll see uh, there. But I like Dak very much. Josh Allen, um, last week I, I talked about playing him. He didn't score as much, so it didn't really matter. But um, my idea of of not stacking him with digs or not forcing the stack did seem to be working. At the very least, it was mostly James Cook that ended up getting a lot of the work with Allen. And he was rushing for touchdowns. So I think that's still in play. All of the pieces connected to Josh Allen are a little overpriced for their roles. And that's unfortunate. Um, Tua, I talked about him before, probably not a spot for me this week. Same with Mahomes, not somebody I'm going to be targeting. Same with Fields, not somebody I'm going to be targeting heavily. heavily. As much as I love Fields, not at Cleveland. Um, getting into the other players at QB that I like, here's Brock Purdy uh, against Arizona. Yeah, why not, right? Pur it's either Purdy or McCaffrey. Somebody's getting points. They're going to score a lot of points in that game. So he's in the mix. Sam Howell, uh, I like probably a little bit less than maybe even maybe the other side of that game with Matt Stafford, but not that much less. I mean, the positive with Sam Howell. So if I compare Sam Howell to Matt Stafford, both of these guys aren't going to do much with the legs. Howell is more likely to run for a touchdown, but not that much more. They're not going to do much with the legs. With Stafford, there's a really good chance that Kyron Williams sucks up all the fantasy goodness in that game. There's a real threat to that. Now, Washington is better to throw against than to run against. But Kyron Williams is no joke, and matchups don't matter that much. So I think there's more risk with Stafford than there is with Howell. I want to keep Howell in mind. I think I'm going to go differently. I'm going to get really weird with this one. I'm thinking about it. But um, let me just mention as well, Jordan Love coming off of a rough week. I, I think we should go with Love here. I'm going to tell you, I'm conflicted because there's a cheaper QB that I'm, I'm going to mention in a second. I want to, I think I'm going to put in love in this lineup because it, it's really fun to stack Jordan love. His stack partners are really good. Um, I like that. He's coming off for him, a dud game. Let's see. He got a 10. That's not good, right? Oh, he sucks. Now I said this, you know, it was a Monday game. It was weird. You know, love is not that good of a player yet. He had come off a few good weeks. 
Now it's a dud game that he's coming off of, and I think maybe he can bounce back here. I do like to press the um, stack options. I don't like Love like particularly more or differently than maybe even Howell or Stafford. I think Stafford is playable. I think um, Howell and Love are less likely to get vultured by their running backs compared to Stafford, but it's all really close, and they're all kind of the same play for me. So just about which players you're going to stack who with. Love is a little more stackable, but at times maybe he's not that stackable, right? You have to choose between those three guys. Actually, I think they lost Wicks, so maybe we're down to two, and maybe that's, um, you know, maybe that's helpful at least for making decisions for us in terms of who to stack. Um, after Love, there's uh, there's a couple of names I still want to mention. Derek Carr, you know, I don't play him. Um, Baker Mayfield is a no. Joe Flacco. I was really thinking about doing this lineup around Joe Flacco. I like I like Joe. He was pretty good this past week. He's slinging it out there. I like what he's doing. It's just, you know, the kid's slinging it. 25 points, 5,500. Easy to stack. Just Njoku. Amari Cooper. So I really like Joe Flacco as a playable guy this week. You know, at me. It, who do you guys like? Who do you like at, at QB this week? It's a really, there's a, it's a wide open slate. Who do you like at QB? Who are you starting your stack with? Let me know in the comments, guys. Um, all right. Tommy D, Bailey Zap. You know, there's a couple of cheapies here that are, I guess, worth mentioning. Uh, Ritter and Levis, but I don't love any of them. So we'll build this one around love, but I kind of want to leave it open for Flacco too. I might change my mind if we look at the wide receivers and, you know, those Flacco names start pulling me in. All right, let's take a look at the wide receiver group as a whole. At the very top here is C.D. Lamb, and I, I think we want to try to get C.D. Lamb in our lineup this week, almost no matter what. Um, he is very expensive, though, and um, it just won't be easy. So I'll certainly focus on him in a DAC lineup. But CeeDee Lamb, to me, is the top option at the position group. Stefan Diggs not getting it done lately. I don't know what the deal is. 11 targets last week, 11 targets week before. He's getting the targets, but he's just not hes not earning the 8,400 salary. He did this earlier in the year where he was tearing it up, and I think that just kind of spiked his salary, and we haven't really been able to get away from it. 19.3 fantasy points is, um, let's see, 8,400, 816, 24. So it's about two and a half times salary. Um average and and it's skewed up a little bit for some massive games earlier this season so i'm not in love with stefan diggs cooper cup i do like quite a bit uh 10 targets eight receptions this past week more importantly cooper cup just seemed he made it through a game healthy um he seems to be getting healthier of course he is an injury risk at all times because he's just been hurt multiple times this year but um i like cooper cup he would be my next choice so it's lamb cup the the discount to cup is significant enough where I think I'm going to just go with Cooper Cup here for now. I'm just going to plug him in, but we'll see if anybody else turns up that uh, is interesting. So Mike Evans here, very playable at Green Bay and would be an interesting bring back against Jordan Love. So if we're kind of just building a heavily correlated lineup, I think Mike Evans works, but he's not somebody I generally play as a standalone. He just pops off very GPP only. Waddle, just all right. Um, Puka, I prefer Cooper Cup. It's that simple. Puka just is like Cup, but kind of like Cooper Cup light. So I, I prefer Cooper. Uh, Brandon Ayuk always in play. Olave up to 7K. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. 
like I don't score touchdowns. I like Olave, but I don't like that one bit. DJ Moore, uh, again, love DJ Moore, but not not here. Wow, what an all-in play that was last week. Thielen, too expensive. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, okay. Rishi Rice at 6,100, priced up a little bit. So, you know, we'll have to think about that. Uh, that is priced up quite a bit. Mari Cooper, you know, my Flacco buddy. I like Amari. Um, Garrett Wilson. You know, we loaded up on Garrett Wilson last week. I think we'd probably do it again here. Yeah, Zach Wilson looked the best that he's looked. And, and again, when he does that the next week, he usually looks like shit. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna discount that. But he looked as good as he looked in 14 targets. Again, um, you know, Wilson doesn't do that much. Uh, Zach Wilson is so bad as a QB that like it takes 14 targets. But if you're gonna feed a guy this many targets, he's gonna score. He's going to put up a number, and it's worth the 5,800 to me. So I'm going to plug in Garrett Wilson as my second wide receiver in this lineup. Now we got to kind of get some of these uh, Packers guys in there. So let's uh, see if we can find them. But I'm going to scroll through a little bit more and talk through these names. So, yeah, Terry McLaurin can go back to that. Has not done it this year yet, but that matchup is a good one. Uh, probably going to be a lot of throwing. Davis only with Allen. That is the rule. Um, Drake London. Wow, we had the bargain last week, and now they priced him back up. But, I mean, it was fun last week while it lasted. At 4,600. I, I, you know, he was my second highest owned, and he absolutely smashed. Um, he was my second highest only behind DJ Moore. So, again, it was a good week. It was a good week for those calls, for the, for the wide receiver situation. Wish I hadn't been so aggressive with the running backs because just a lot of the ones I liked a little bit did really well. Um, Romeo Dobbs or Jaden Reed. So let's take a look at Reed last week, 10 targets, eight receptions, Romeo Dobbs, seven targets, four receptions. I say Reed is the better guy. And therefore I'll plug Reed in and plug him in. I think he's better. Um, okay. I'm just experimenting to see because I, I my screen's over there. Um, okay, so let's talk running back. And we'll start at the top, work our way down, see what we get. Actually, you know what? Before I plug in these running backs because I got to figure out how much salary we're going to have left, let's go to the other position group. So first thing we're going to talk about is defense and um, and look for the cheapest viable. So, you know, Cardinals, uh, San Francisco, no. New England home, no. Buffalo, maybe. Jets at Miami, that's a maybe. If we wanted to play like a really cheap one, that's a maybe. Commanders, maybe. Giants, maybe. Panthers, no. I think Bucks is playable a little bit. Rams at home against Washington, meh. Cowboys, meh. Bears at Cleveland, meh. Houston, where's Titans? Oh, they're all the way up here. So there are some good spots. You know, Titans. 3,700, good spot. Saints at home against the Giants, good spot. KC against New England, good spot. Um, even Miami against the Jets. And, of course, San Francisco at Arizona. Look at that price. But here's the thing. We're not going to pay 4,400 for, for, for a fucking defense, right? That's not how we do it on the first look. So uh, I'm going to go with the Jets. Jets are a good defense. Do I love it? No, but 
I got to pay down on defense for the first look. Uh, I'm not playing Cardinals. I'm not playing against Mahomes. I, I could play the Bills, but you know Dallas has not been a good team to attack that way. So I say we go with uh, with the Jets. Why not? Okay, now let's talk tight end, and we'll then from here we'll figure out how much salary we have for these other spots. So I'm gonna I, once again I'm gonna look for I'm gonna per, I'm gonna prefer the cheapest tight end I can find. Right. So that, that I think is viable, but let's talk through the whole position group here. And once again, Kelsey priced up, Kelsey has not gotten it done. Um, it's effectively not been worth paying up for him all year. If you, if you drafted Kelsey, you had one week where he helped you win a couple weeks where uh, a couple weeks where he, where he really helped you win six, seven to five, these three, this three week span. And then the rest of the season that, that pick really kind of sank your team and you probably Hate to say it, but you probably didn't make the playoffs taking him in the first round. So that's just what it is. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. What are you going to do? George Kittle, uh, again, very volatile play. Not somebody I normally am going to take at this price. Dalton Kincaid with the Q tag. What's up with that? Shoulder, day to day. Don't know what to make of that. Going to stay away from it for now. Um, Treasy McBreezy, bad matchup. Ferguson against Dallas. Yes. Yes, eight targets, eight targets last two weeks. Very playable. David Njoku, sure. That's also playable. A little priced up here. Um, who else? Let's see. Logan Thomas, eh, not really. Kate Otten's getting touchdowns most weeks, but um, not doing a whole lot more than that. Hunter Henry had a big week a couple weeks ago. Um, Brevin Jordan's been starting. I think. For me, this one comes down to uh, there's a couple spots down here I think that are acceptable. Um, Chigo Conquo is getting five or six targets most weeks. I think it's a playable spot. Uh, I kind of want to be in a low cost zone. I think um, Tyler Craft, Tucker Craft, whatever the fuck his name is, um, had a nice little week last week as well. And we've got Jordan Love in here. So I'm probably going to go with Tucker Craft, but I do like Chigo Conquo as well. So I think either one of these two really work as a cheap option. Let me see if there's anything else going on. Not really. So yeah, I'm just going to go with craft um, since I have Jordan Love in the lineup, but could easily go the other way with this one. So we've got 6,600 left. And let's take a look at the most important position. The running back spot. So at the very top, appropriately priced is Christian McCaffrey, 9,300. Uh, you know, again, McCaffrey's a beast. Happy to plug him in any lineup. If we do that, we are going to have to super punt the flex. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Kyron Williams, another guy I absolutely love this week. Um, just getting 93% of the touches, getting targets, getting everything. Amazing matchup. Everything to like about Kyron Williams. Uh, Barkley's fine. A-Chan is fine. Uh, Mostert had the big week this past week. Everybody was on uh, A-Chan. Nine targets, five receptions. I'll take that all day. Um, Mostert continues to not get many targets. Gets Got more of the carries this past week. Not sure why. Not sure it matters. It's just what happened. Let's just keep it in mind. Um, note, note something here. Look at these studs. All of the stud running backs are all in a similar price range. From, from really from, I would say, even Tony Pollard, but Bijan, stud, right? Derrick Henry this week, stud. Achan. Mostert, good. 
right? Rashad White, not a stud, but, you know, solid high floor. And then Kyron Williams up here at 7,500 stud. So this is a really sexy zone for running backs. I like all of them. I like I like Kyron Williams. I think Saquon Barkley's in play. I think Rashad White has a high floor, uh, although the ceiling is not huge, um, but solid, right? Derrick Henry, two touchdown upside in a game against a compromised offensive opponent. Bijan Robinson, best matchup he's going to see all year. Um, finally getting all the touches uh, in around the goal line. Tons of targets for him. So uh, I like that. Bryce Hall. Brees Hall. Bryce. Bryce. Brees Hall. Um, yeah, Brees Hall's playable there. So we got a lot of studs up top. Zeke Elliott priced up. Oof, I don't like that at all. Um, let's see if there's any bargains at the position. So the thing I'm curious about is Robinson Jr. versus Gibson. So let me just take a look at what happened with Gibson last week. Had a healthy, healthy um, amount of volume with uh, Robinson Jr. out. 10 uh, rushing attempts, five targets. Let's see what Robinson Jr. is, or there he is. Is he going to play? Uh, ruled out around the second half of the game. So if Brian Robinson Jr. is out, I will have some interest in Gibson down here at 5,200. Uh, let's see if there's any other spots that even stand out in the slightest. And it is a no. So it looks like in order at 6,600 remaining, in order to successfully make a lineup, I either need to punt, change up one of these wide receiver spots, or not use a trio from the good zone at running back. And since I want to try to use a trio from what I call the good zone here, uh, I think we will end up changing up one of these wide receivers. But I'm going to plug in Kyron Williams. Get all the volume. I'm going to plug in Derrick Henry for the touchdowns. Got 5,400 left for the flex, right? That does not get me in an area that I'm super comfortable with. I can put dubs in there and triple up triple up the, the stack, but I'm definitely not wanting to do that. So I think the move here is to come off of either Cup or Wilson, come down, and then plug in another stud running back, even a really great stud like McCaffrey which leaves me with how, let's see what happens. So in order to get McCaffrey in there, I'd have to take out, I'd have to take out, I think it's too much. I have to take out um, Cup and go all the way down to a turd. I don't like that. So let's put Cup back in there. And what if I go from Wilson? Let's see if there's anybody in the 4K range, like a Curtis Samuel, um, I mean, if Wicks was playing, that would be the obvious swap. Um, we might be able to go back to Mingo, Kashak, no, Wandale. Let's see if any of these Giants players, let's see who else here from the Giants. Uh-huh. There's my boy Gibson. Gibson came through for us last week as well. That was wild. Yeah, the only one I'm seeing is Wandale Robinson. And I don't, I don't love it. So let me, uh, let's. What about, what about Curtis Samuel? Yeah, our our perennial paydown option, Curtis Samuel. We go down there. We get sixty six hundred. Does this look better? 
Oof, no, it yeah. Get Brees Hall in there, which I like. I don't mind that play. Um, but I really liked Wilson. So I think we're gonna plug a a position player in the flex. I think we just stick with this and kind of go with a position player. And I think I know who it is. If well, AJ Brown would have to not start, so I'm not gonna do that. Dubs, I have Reed in there, so that's a no. Gibson, I really like if we can, but for now, I'm going to plug in Drake London coming off the big game last week. It's more of a matchup that favors the running game for Atlanta, but, um, you know, 11 targets, 10 receptions, maybe they'll keep that going. So I'm going to plug him in for now. I'm going to call that a first look. This is a very preliminary first look for me. How would you go with it? Who are your favorite running backs on this slate? This is a really interesting one. I think there's a lot of really great running back options. And it's just maybe a little too early in the week to have identified some. Uh, we're gonna have to find some paydown options, some some punts at wide receiver, especially that allow us, especially in that sub three four uh, K range, to afford some of these other studs in the lineup. So we're gonna think about that throughout the week. Um, but that's gonna do it for DraftKings NFL first look week fifteen. Hopefully we broke down the matchups, get a good overall feel for this slate. Lots of different options at QB. I think there's four or five that are similar to love. And then, of course, we have the Allen Dak pay up option. I think we can skip a bunch of the uh, names in the middle. So should be a fun week. Stick around. Make sure you subscribe to the channel for more DFS content all week long. Uh, I'll see you guys next time.